Hello, I'm Daniel. And I'm Liz. And welcome to A Dose of Dizzy. Your accessible but digestible dose of vestibular research. Welcome to our first official episode slash trailer slash get you to know us through this form of a podcast. My name is Liz Femler. I am a clinical audiologist in Kansas City, Missouri. I'm actually a fairly new grad, and I still consider myself new to vestibular. Um, Started at Purdue University for my doctorate, finished up my doctorate at Mayo Clinic in Arizona. That's where I got a ton of experience in dizziness, and now I'm working full-time clinically in a private practice doing vestibular and concussion work. And... I want Real to vestibular t- pro, Oh, some may not say. not yet. <laughs> You're one to be talking. Tell us about yourself, Daniel. Well, uh, my name is Daniel Romero. I'm um, <clears throat> in my final year of my PhD um, at James Madison University. And um, I actually did my AUD at Northern, Northern Illinois University um, in DeKalb, Illinois. And finished up my clinical training at Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit. Um, originally from Southern California, and now I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia, on the completely opposite side of the country. Um, you should have some frequent flyer miles or something <laughs> by this point, You would right? think at this point. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I love uh, vestibular research. I love all things vestibular, and I'm excited to be a part of this. You should tell everybody how we know each other. Oh, good. Yes. Um, so a little background on... Um, how I met to how I came to know Liz. Uh, we have served on multiple committees together. How long has it been? At least six years. Six years, yeah. We'll I don't know, maybe five, 12. Um, 2020 counts as yeah. like three years. Okay, itself. that's true. Very <laughs> so nine years um, we've known each other and um, we've served uh, through the Student Academy of Audiology. And, um, you know, we've seen each other grow. We've been to cons- conferences together. We've been. Um, all kinds of di- done all ki- even though we've been to different schools we've remained um, close friends and we've um, seen each other again go through this process you know personally and professionally and and I'm excited we're you know we're doing this yeah finally doing it we actually started it's funny this is almost like full circle for our relationship because essentially we started on the SAA conference committee so we were planning right. the conferences and Danny and I were kind of on the subcommittee of the conference committee, and we had to have these little phone call meetings all the time. And I, like, we never did video call, so I always just assumed what you looked like, which yeah. you can go to our Instagram if you want to know what we actually look like. But <laughs> uh, it's funny that we're back in this virtual environment talking Absolutely. and chatting again. Yeah. Um, um, so, you know, why, why did we want to do this? Um, yeah, seriously. You know, Whose so idea was this? I, I don't, don't even remember. No, I think it was just something that we... I honestly don't know. It we just sort of it just sort of came to be, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, for one, as a profession, we pride ourselves pride ourselves um, on being evidence based. You know, everything what we do clinically is has you know there's a reason for it. And um, you know, personally, as a PhD student, staying up to date on the current on the recent literature can often be challenging. Whether for it's sure. access to whether it's access to journals. Um, sifting through different, um, you know, through the different jargon of the authors, the research group, you know, and and then too, you have to sometimes read articles outside of your area 
um, on vestibular science. For sure. And so trying to put all of this together um, can sometimes um, become a challenge. Most of the time, especially speaking from the, the clinical aspect, you know, in school, I was very well directed on when I needed to re- read new research articles or look up something. And when you're treating patients full time, you don't really put that into your agenda as much as you probably should. And, you know, more so, I was really pushing for a podcast just based solely on the aspect of I want it to be easy to access research because research and clinic can be very separate at our universities or just in the field in general. Um, you know, and there's probably a number of reasons why there's that obstacle and divide. Um, but sometimes it takes a while for research to get into the clinic and for change to really happen on a daily basis with our patients. And having a podcast is a great way for me personally. Maybe this podcast is just for me to stay up to date is what it's sounding like. But <laughs> ultimately, you know, it's we're a podcast generation. We, we learn by listening a lot of the times on our commutes and on our walks and workouts and you know, if we can provide a way to get vestibular research off the paper and into your ears and into your clinics, it ultimately will make us all do a little bit better. A- absolutely. And I think I think just our ultimate goal or one of our ultimate goals is to really just bring bring something that focuses on vestibular science, specifically through an audiologic lens. There's a lot of different podcasts out there, but coming from this audiologic perspective, I think um, we can reach a lot of listeners out there. For sure. And dizziness, you know, vestibular sciences are really becoming a lot more popular in audiology as well. A lot more universities are getting involved with providing vestibular classes and opportunities. And so I think there's a a lot of student interest that I've seen in the last few years. So um, I guess logistically with the podcast, our plan is to release an episode monthly, maybe more, but essentially monthly. We'll see. monthly. Special episodes. Um, And it's going to be short. It's going to be, you know, 10, 15 minutes, something that's easy to listen to on your commute or on your lunch break or any time that you can. Uh, We hope to be able to cover one or two research articles, maybe more again, um, in the realm of vestibular science. And, you know, Daniel will provide the the research. I, I call it the research perspective, but he's, of course, working and has worked clinically a lot. And I will provide another perspective of someone who's currently working clinically and be able to talk about how we can bring this research to life and to the clinic and to our patients. The other aspect that we hope, especially for students, you know, maybe, but also for clinicians or researchers is to listen to some case studies. We want to have at least one case study per episode, you know, provide you some clues one month and provide you the answers the next. And we'll definitely be talking to you mainly through the podcast monthly, but also through our Instagram. Dose of Dizzy Podcast. Yes, a Dose of Dizzy podcast. And here we'll be posting, you know, additional information about the research articles that we cover and hoping to really create a conversation because research is one of those catalysts that can really ignite change in the field. And, you know, sometimes it just needs a little bit of spark to get going. And we hope to build that bridge between the research, the hard research that's being done to advance the field and the clinic, which can really ignite the fire to get things going. Definitely. And with that said, being said, thanks for listening. Yeah, Yeah, next month. We'll see you.